Welcome to the Empathic Mastery Show. I'm your host, Jennifer Moore, and I'm so glad you're here. This is a place where we talk about what it means to be highly sensitive and empathic, how this impacts all aspects of our lives, and we explore tools, resources, and solutions so we can shift from absorbing all the thoughts, feelings, and energy of the world around us to being beacons for calm, love, and healing. Hi there, you guys. So glad you're here. And I am really excited to introduce Libby Armstrong. And Libby is the host of the Witchpreneur Summit, which is coming up very, very soon. If you are listening to this on the day that it is airing, it's starting on October 25th. And then she is also the head witch of the collective witchery. And Libby and I are going to be talking about, as you can tell from the word witchpreneur, we're going to be talking about that interface between being a highly sensitive, magical person and running your own business. So Libby, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Excited. Yay. So before we jumped on to the show, you and I were just talking about what led you to creating the Collective Witchery, what led you to creating the Witchpreneur Summit. And interestingly, sort of comparing notes, it sounds like we've both had the experience of the sort of like run your business this way approach, just kind of how challenging that is as an empathic entrepreneur, as a witchpreneur, that it's really difficult. So please, you know, talk to me, tell me about <laughs> your experiences. What did you try? <laughs> what miserably failed? Yeah. What didn't I try? You know, uh, when you start your business, you want to, you have these big dreams of how you imagine your business want, is going to turn out to be, you know, what, how are you going to serve other people, the kind of money you think you're going to be able to make and what you're going to be able to do with that money but they don't tell you the tiny little nitty gritty details to actually get to that point. And um, I think for me, you know, I, I had this vision, I had this idea, but nobody else around me was, was doing it. Everybody was sort of like um, what, we, what we've termed bro marketing. So yes. it's like, you have to do it this way or you're going to fail. And, you know, you, you send emails out with subject lines. They're like, what is wrong with you? Why haven't you signed up for my offer yet? And those kinds of really aggressive marketing. And I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. So I'm, as you know, I'm a very empathic, I'm very intuitive. I'm an introvert extraordinaire, like serious, big introvert. Um, and I just, you're, you're an I INFJ, like right? In the yes. Myers-Briggs. Yes. Yes. And I'm am. an ANFJ. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally great. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> as an, as an ambivert, I'm kind of right down the middle. I'm not quite an introvert and I'm not quite an extrovert, but I play an extrovert <laughs> on TV. But yeah. So <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I looked around for, 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 gurus to help me. And I, I found a spiritual community that was all about business. And I latched on and I tried to absorb everything I could. You know, I assimilated, I went to these beautiful retreats, these beautiful locations um, across the US. It was, you know, beautiful time and wonderful people, but there was always this uh, sense of not being quite in alignment with what I envisioned my business to look like. You know, it was very, um, very flowery. Some of the, the, the speech was very flowery and not quite direct and to the point. So, 
you have to sort of read between the lines when you're looking at their marketing copy. And then um, being a witch, I'm not a Christian. And Mm -hmm. a lot of these spiritual um, gurus are Christian oriented. Mm -hmm. So it would be Mm -hmm. dropping in phrases of, you know, it's about out of the Bible or, you know, a story or a psalm or a proverb or something. And that didn't gel with me very well. One, because I honestly have never read the Bible. I don't really have an intention to because I've never, I wasn't raised in that environment and I just didn't fit in, but it was the closest I could get to what I thought I needed. And so Mm -hmm. I stuck with it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it just, it didn't, you know, at the end of the day, I failed my my business miserably because, you know, I wasn't being who I was supposed to be. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't surrounding myself with those people who saw that because when people look at my business, they say, oh, I can help you with this, this, and this. It's their tactics, their strategy, and their strategy and tactics are very passive-aggressive marketing. Yes, um, yes. That I, I, to me, as an empath, I can't, I can't deal with that. Or shaming, you know, like some of the marketing stat, you know, some of the marketing tactics. Actually, it was interesting because in, um, in one of the online communities I'm part of, somebody had shared a screenshot of a conversation with a healer. They'd had a, you know, they they they'd reached out to this person, and the person had had, you know, saying, "I'd really like to work with you, but my time, the timing is a little off." And the healer pulled some of those classic New Age like manipulation marketing tact well obviously you're not ready for this you know I only work with people who are ready and it's it's really interesting all of the ways like that psychology and also that spiritual concepts and law of attraction get used in this way that can really make people feel kind of icky and sort of slimed at the end of at the end of the day and I just I hear you so much about like being in these places where it just doesn't feel aligned it doesn't feel quite right and just this that even though it's kind of got this sort of like softer sweetness and light overtone to it, it's still got the sort of crush it bro marketing kind of like, you know, like hustle, if you're, hustle, 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 hustle. If you're not making, if you're not exponentially growing every single year, there's something wrong with you and your business. You just don't have what it takes, all of these things. And it's like, right. It's so it goes so contrary to what being a highly sensitive, empathic, earth loving, goddess worshiping person truly is. And it seems to me that there is a lot of infiltration of kind of like bro marketing that has kind of come into the spiritual world and the spiritual community. And yeah, so I just. I'm right there with you. I hear you. You can't have a spiritual business and run it with bro marketing tactics. No, I mean, some people do. Some people do. And, uh, but it doesn't, I, you know, and, but I think that when, when you're running from that deep inner sense of inner guidance, that no, you cannot just follow this set of like, you know, just follow these sets of rules. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spiritual business is different, you know, and I I use the term spiritual business to to incorporate anything that is not sort of hardcore 
business, you know, we're, we're, like you said, we're softer, we're more nature loving, that sort of thing. That to me is a spiritual business. So whether you're, you're a witch or a Christian, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. still a spiritual business, you know, and there's still certain ways that you need to run your business that are alignment with your own personal ideals and your belief systems. Because as soon as your beliefs don't, as soon as your beliefs stop mattering, stop mattering is that even a word <laughs> yeah stop no stop being, mattering yeah, stop yeah. mattering in your business you've lost your core you've lost the heart of your business yes you you've know? lost your core values of what is it right. that really is making you do what you're doing and i mean even the whole thing of i you know like the whole like show up and and um go to networking events pick up the phone you know um like chase it like if somebody and like i i've worked with coaches where they've done a lot of talking about the approach to overcoming objections and like how you know coaxing people into a sale like using tactics to push the bruise push the pain just so many interesting ways in which we're just like and and my personal feeling is that there are plenty of people who are ready and willing to do the work and who are aligned, who are going to be attracted to the work, that I, it's not my job to convert somebody who's not ready to do the work. And yet there's so much of that within that, with that whole industry as well. So, yeah, I mean, I really, and it sounds like you had found sort of like a kind of like close, but no cigar kind of niche of you know like like these this sort of marketing business place where there was some of it but it was it was still just not what no. was right for you yeah I mean it worked for other people obviously that definitely yeah. works for other people but being an intuitive being an empath there's tactics I mean I could never have a conversation with somebody and push pain points and fight over their objections you know like that to me that actually hurts my soul. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I really, really can't. It's just, it's not me. And the other, you know, the other thing of, you know, you have a business, you have to show up online, you have to show your face, you have to be present all the time, every single day. No, mm -mm. I'm not, not this, mm -mm. not this INFJ. No, no, no. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not for me. I'm quite happy behind my keyboard. I really do lives. Um, I really show my face. I'm still available, but I'm, I'm just not that kind of person person that wants to be out in front of everybody I have right. no inclination to do that that's not that does not work for me no it doesn't it doesn't yeah it's just not for me well and the whole idea that there's one formula and it's sort of like and and all of it seems to be so incredibly ego driven of like you know like post like I mean, some of the absurd formulas that I've heard, you should be posting 10 times a day. Like I just, the craziness of it. And the thing is, it also just strikes me is that it's like, we just keep adding to the static when we're not tuning into that essence. And as you were saying, just that whole aspect of manipulating people into the sale, going like that, that mm -hmm. where, where the attempt, like for me, you know, the core of my spiritual practice is consent and is, and is about the mindfulness of everything that I do is coming back to me threefold. And so there's the mm -hmm. mindfulness of 
do I want to be willing somebody to do things? Do I want to be using will to make something happen as opposed to being aligned with divine flow and letting things, letting things move from a place of true like desire mm-hmm. and attraction? It's beautifully yeah. said. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather have that flow and that alignment versus the hardcore, you know what, if you really want to work with me, you could go take out a loan right. kind of tactic. Right. right. Ooh, yeah. No. I'm well, more like, if you really want to work with me, let's work on some manifestation skills together. Exactly. Let's work on some manif let's get you, let's get you in a place where you know, here's some free resources, here's some low cost resources, here are some ways that you can start looking at this, let's get you safe, let's get you grounded, let's get you starting to deal with these things in order to be able to make a change. And, you know, as we're having this conversation, what I'm actually realizing is that I think what I've noticed is that magical people have an ability, like we are such amazing manifestors, that if we have underlying ambivalence about something around our business, then what I've noticed again and again happens is that we basically like cause our business to not work. And I think that you can have these non empathic, non-magical people who follow the formula, do the steps, and because there isn't necessarily this inner turmoil going on, they're just like, I'm following the formula, I'm doing the steps, I'm posting the pictures, I'm making the phone calls, I'm picking them up, I'm encouraging everybody else to like jump onto my MLM, that, you know, Mm -hmm. the thing about it is that you've got that these people can successfully work with a formula that does not work for magical people with the ability to manifest the internal struggle and when we have divided will between the part of us that's like i'd like for this simple formula to work but this feels icky and gross to me we will we will i mean i will just say in my travels and what i've seen is that like pretty much every magical empathic person I know, if there is a conflict or a a part of us that is not aligned with this idea of what business can be, what happens is we basically like we shoot ourselves in the foot and the business will not work. And, and, and so like I had a friend who was part of a coaching program that I was part of. And she is an incredibly gifted healer. And she followed all of the rules and did all of the things. And yet, and she took out the loan and invested in the big coaching Mm -hmm. program with the hope that she'd be able to like, you know, really up upgrade her business to like a nice six figure business. And it just continuously was this struggle for years because there was something misaligned with the entire system. That's right. Yeah. It's, and it's so sad that that kind of thing happens. But in the same time, it, what a lesson to learn of being able to come back to your true self. Yes. Right? Yes. It's a hard lesson, but it's an amazing journey. But if you think about that, in terms of that way of going through all that, going against the grain to finally come to the conclusion of that's not working for me because I am this way. And this yes. is what it, I feel will work for me. And following through with that and everything just coming into fruition perfectly for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, um, 
you know, you were talking about just sort of like this idea of like trying to be something you're not. And, it, you know, if, if we're thinking in terms of magic and the true core of what law of attraction is, is that law of attraction is about being really real and authentic and attracting like to like. It's not trying to be some kind of like hyped up bro girl who is doing like Facebook lives every single day and, you know, crushing it. It's because, (laughs) you know, it's like, you can't fake it. So tell me about, you know, so we've talked about like, what made you go, this is not working. So let's talk about like the sort of that point of going, wait a second, I need to do something different. Well, I actually was at a retreat with this wonderful spiritual community and they had some uh, guest speakers coming in to talk and they were doing exactly what we just talked about. They were talking to us or teaching us how to overcome someone's objections to a sales call. Yes. And the words that they were choosing to use, there were all these NLP kind of languages and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just... I felt so icky. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to do it in my business and I I wasn't getting sales. I wasn't getting nothing. And, you know, it's at that moment where I sort of realized, why am I trying to be a spiritual junkie like these other people are when I'm not, my beliefs don't match up with theirs. I don't believe in what they're, what they're preaching. I don't believe in what they're teaching. Those are not the skills that I need in my business. You know, so I had to sort of come back and think, well, what is it that I do believe in? What are the skills that I know that I have that I don't need additional coaching on or I don't need additional education? And then I I sort of, I literally am a Virgo. So I literally made a list of my skills. I made a list of what I love to do. I made a list of how I can put those together to help other people. And the collective witchery was born. Mm. So that's how that came about. But it's that point where for empaths, we can't be fake. I think as an empath, we are allergic to fakeness. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, I just think about like even as a small child, being fake baffled me. I had, (laughs) I just could not wrap my head. And the thing was, the thing was like every child could flag me for being fake. Like, like it was like, it came, it was so obvious if I was trying to be something I wasn't like that phoniness was just immediately, it just never, ever, ever worked. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. If it requires fake smiling, I'm not there. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, absolutely not. No. So I I realized that I had to be down to earth, which is who I am. I'm I'm Virgo. I'm down to earth. I like to be in nature. I'm just, I'm happy-go-lucky type of person. And I knew that the people that were going to want to work with me had to gel with that. They had to be the same vibes. They had to, you know, they say that, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe and it, it, Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be the boss babe, hustle, hustle, hustle tribe that I want. Yeah. I can have the more relaxed, easy kind of a tribe that I, I envision. And that's yeah. the ones that I've attracted to work with me on these amazing people, men and women, that just want to bring their magic to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but you don't want to have to like when you have magic within you and you teach magical, you're within this magical realm, you know, hardcore business tactics aren't going to work for you. 
No. And nobody's teaching other things. No one's going to teach you how to set up a prosperity altar so that you can, um, you know, bring more prosperity into your business or to teach you which deities to work with to help you not just with prosperity, but to help you with gaining the knowledge that you need to be able to serve more people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the kind of thing that I was missing. That's what I was searching for in my own business education that I was on, journey that I was on. And so that's what led me to create the Witchpreneur Summit is that I've gathered these 13 wonderful experts together that each have their own little realm of magical inspiration that they're going to in, in teach people, which I, I'm just excited about it. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So actually, um, I mean, I could talk about this is a topic that is really dear to my heart. And actually, like, like, it sounds like you and I have had, we could compare a lot of notes. It sounds like we've been <laughs> through a lot of the same things. And one of the things I was thinking as you were talking was the other thing that I found with the whole NLP thing, but also so much of what I learned was like to try to find a way to articulate what I did in a way that was accessible to the muggle people, like the idea of like, you know, like, like, one of the things that they talked about was the idea of pre transformational language versus post transformational language. And that uh -huh. many of us sort of in the in the healing arts in the field, we speak in post transformational language. And so I was being taught, like, you're supposed to speak in a way that other people who haven't been through the transformation will 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 get on board but there's an incredibly fine line between hiding who we truly are and 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 like trying to like like sort of like light wash our 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 woo and especially light wash our witchiness um to be more accessible to people where it starts to get a that there's a you know it starts to get more like we're just being we're not being us and as a result, we're not really pre presenting ourselves as true. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a whole spiritual bypassing thing that yes. I think for me was my catalytic moment of just, this is not right. You know, I, I can't do this. Like, it's not, not that I can't do it. It's just that my, my whole body was just saying no, mm -mm. just no, <laughs> no, no. It's not right. It doesn't fit right. So yeah, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. And I mean, oh God, we could talk for hours and hours <laughs> about this because it is just, I mean, it's so incredibly rich and there's so much going on. So what I'm really, you know, the, what I'm really hearing in this is that collective witchery, which is the, the um, year round evergreen option for people in, in what you offer. And then the Witchpreneur Summit, which is coming up you know, like in a few days right now, is the antidote where it's not about just more bromance, or more bro, bro marketing tactics and more like hustle and, you know, crush it and, you know, just fake it till you make it. But what this is about a place where it sounds to me like many of us who are part of this have all pretty much said the buck stops here. Like I'm drawing a line in the mm -hmm. sand. This is, you know, like, no, I am, right. I'm, I'm doing it in a way that feels aligned and true and good to me, as opposed to, you know, exactly. just trying to parrot the same thing that other people are parroting right now. Right. Yeah. But I have a great example. I mean, if you have, so everybody knows about Etsy. And everybody yes. knows that there is a thriving witchcraft community on Etsy. People have these wonderful shops where they're selling, you know, 
ready to go spells and grimoire pages and all these beautiful talismans that they create. So somebody who has that kind of a shop, they cannot market their business or run their business with the same tactics as some of the other big name um, people like uh, Russell Brunson or Gary Vaynerchuk. It, we, it doesn't, you can't use those tactics or strategies for that kind of a business because it's removing the magical element or it's rather ignoring the fact that there's a magical element to it. You see, there's more to marketing than just putting words on paper and figuring out a Facebook ad strategy. It's your whole energy that goes into it. It's yes. trying to invoke that magic within other people so that become more inspired to work with you. Mm -hmm. That was mm -hmm. what was missing for me out of all this, you know, this education and online coaching that I did and business schools that I went to, they were missing that interpersonal magical essence. Well, and you know, something that, that has occurred to me and, and as we're talking, I was just really thinking about this is that the other side of all of these business coaching programs that I see is that they don't teach you how to run a business. They teach you how to market it. And most of these coaches are making the assumption that somebody has the chops and the credentials and well, and most of these programs are also telling you that credentials don't matter, that as long as you can speak to the market, to the need, that it doesn't matter if you are credentialed. And as a master trainer for one of like less than 30 master trainers for EFT International in the United States, I, I take offense to the idea that credentials don't matter because, um, you know, what I see in the industry is that marketing is more important than accountability and marketing is more important than than skill. And so that's the other thing I've noticed is that there's very little focus on the quality of service that we are are delivering within the whole sort of coach, you know, within the industry at large these days. So like somebody who's really good at marketing or knowing how to manipulate language using NLP mm -hmm. will often do better than somebody who's delivering a really spectacular service um, but doing it in a much more grounded and quiet way. And that's something that I just find very fascinating is sort of even the whole thing of like all these business coaches who never, ever vet the people who are paying them 10, 20, 30, 40, $100,000 a year to learn how to do this marketing, but they're never looking at the people that they're, they're selling these packages to or these programs to and actually being like, does this person actually have the credentials or the chops to do what they're saying they're doing? And that was the other thing I noticed was like, you know, one of the people I, I, I knew you know, she was really gifted, innately gifted as a healer. She had a lot of ability, but she had no credentials and she had no training. And she, there were places where there were major gaps and holes in her business ability and her work because she had never been taught that. And these mm. programs that we're talking about do not provide any grounding in structures, in systems, and especially in like knowing how to be a really gifted practitioner. So, right. yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. I know that for me that when I have, when I work one-on-one -on -one with someone, I have an application process I have to go through. Yes. I have to fill it. And it's a lengthy application because I want to make sure that we can serve each other because yes. it's not just you learning from me, but it's me learning from you. Yes. And then how can we together as a team 
help the rest of the universe. So there is an application process. Um, and if I find that somebody is not quite right to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, then I'll say, you know what, how about you look at the collective witchery? How about you sign up for the, you know, the summit or something like that? I give them other resources. Come join my Facebook group, follow me on TikTok, whatever, you know, to get to, to help them make that stepping stone to get to the point where they will be ready to work one-on-one. -on -one. Because it is important, I think, to have an application process, to be able to vet people, as you say, not just to see, you know, with, whether they have qualifications, but whether their heart and soul is actually into it. Right. Absolutely. And that it, it you know, it's like that process of just really try, like, like taking time to find out if it's aligned, if it's a fit is such an incredibly important part. And when you've got some kind of thing where it's like somebody is, you know, certain some of these really, really big business coaching programs where it's like, you know, they've got affiliates who are selling, they've got affiliates who are selling mm -hmm. like, like in every single year, they're like 10 xing the number of people coming into their program. It I mean, I have no problem with affiliates. I have, I participate in affiliates and have affiliate links myself and, you know, and certainly see a place for group programs where people don't necessarily have to go through a rigorous, you know, like, like gatekeeping process to get in. But I also see places where it's kind of like, it's, it's more of a free for all where it's like, if you got the money, I'll take your money. And there's mm -hmm. no question about whether, what we are, what, what is being offered is an aligned fit. Yeah. At that point, it's just about making more money versus about spreading a message. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that to me is when I get turned off. It's like, I, I don't want to work with people that are only interested in making money. I want to work with people that are interested in sharing their magic with the world that then in turn has an energetic exchange of providing them with an income. That's, that's the difference for me. Um, and that can be, you know, whatever they want to do, whether it's an Etsy shop or they want to be a coach, whatever. I want to make sure that they, they are first in it for their heart and soul. Yeah. That yeah. Because it's because they know they have a message. They know they have a lesson that they want to share with the world and they know that they can change the world. Yes. You know, yes. money is an energetic exchange. It really is. That's what it boils down to. It's just an energetic exchange. And it comes, it's attracted to the energy that you put out. And people are going to want to pay you if they have that transformation and they can't get that transformation unless you're willing to share your magic. So it comes full circle, starts with you and ends with you. And you can only up level if you're true to yourself and don't fall prey to these passive aggressive faux marketing tactics that are meant for men in power suits and women that want to wear stiletto heels all day long because yeah no <laughs> no no well and I mean you know I love how you just said you know it all starts with you and it comes it all comes down it like it starts with us and it ends with us and it's really about we we like when we are true to ourselves then the business comes from that so let's talk a little bit about the witchpreneur summit and like, I mean, it sounds like the collective witchery and the witchpreneur summit and full disclosure, you guys, I am part of the witchpreneur summit and the link that you are using to get access to it is my affiliate link, because this is something that I do stand behind. And I feel, I feel very like Libby and I are aligned in this, in this store in, you know, obviously as we're having this conversation, it's like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I completely agree with you. Um, so let's talk about like 13 presenters and like, tell me more. 
Well, it had to be 13, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. And 13 beautiful moons annually and all of the other wonderful things about lucky 13. Yeah. Yes, 13 is definitely my, my like one of my lucky numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have a great lineup. It's it's really great. We have someone, you know, we have beautiful presenters like yourself. We have someone talking about creating content, evergreen content. Um, we have everything, everybody's presentation is centered around being a witchpreneur. So mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur that doesn't follow the norm of bro marketing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have to be a witch to attend the summit or to watch the videos or anything like that. It's just the word witch there is just sort of a placeholder yeah. for someone who doesn't follow the norm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Who goes by the beat of their own drum. That's That's a witch. It's not somebody who's practicing witchcraft it's just somebody who's in tune with themselves and they know that they are in tune with the earth and the yes. cycles of the, of the moon and mother nature and all that right and when we can bring all those beautiful elements into our business you just think on a grander scale when you're working with the elements of the universe the universe is in then working with you so it's exponentially growing bigger and bigger and bigger I mean, that's just, that's, to me, that's beauty really mm. is, you know, if you think about it in terms of that way, yeah. but the summit is just some of these amazing speakers. Um, like I said, we've got someone talking about creating evergreen content because you don't want to follow content. You don't put the same content up all the time. And I don't have time to con- create content every single day. I have a business. Mm-hmm. I have a life. I'm a cat mom, you know, I've got five kittens. I've got to like watch over sometimes They drive me insane, but mm-hmm. you know, they're cats, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I have things to do. So we have a speaker that's coming to talk about how to create evergreen content when you're a witchpreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Uh, we have a speaker uh, who's going to be talking about how to use the different elements in your business. Now, using earth, air, fire, and water, and how to invoke those into your business. That's to me is kind of exciting too. Again, being witch, working with the, with the elements is, is beautiful. Um, we have two presenters from the Witch Hat Chats podcast. They're going to be talking about um, how they created the podcast, the technology that went into it, their intentions that go into starting and ending the podcast every single day. Um, so we really have this eclectic coven of witches or witchy people that are going to be sharing their skills, their talents. And I'm just really excited for it. This is our fourth annual. We do it every year. So this is the fourth time. And um, yeah, I'm just excited. (laughs) Yes, yes. And for those of you who are interested in joining us, who are listening to this as we are airing and you want to be part of the Witchpreneur Summit, just go on over to empathicmastery.com slash witchpreneur. And that will lead you to that will lead you to my affiliate link for the summit so that you can check it out. And the reason I have an affiliate link is that you get free access to the Witchpreneur Summit while it is happening. But if you are just like in love with the content and are like, oh my God, I really want to have access to this for the rest of my life, then you can choose to upgrade so that you get to keep the content. But anybody can join us. Anybody can listen. Anybody can watch the materials. There's, I mean, and some of the offerings, like people are giving some amazing, amazing things. There's like 
there's like drawings, like there's contests, there's freebies, there's like people, if you do upgrade, like you'll, I, I'm giving away copies of the book for anybody who, who joins us. And I know like there's just this, this summit is, it's, it's nice because I've seen summits with so many more people, but what I love about this is it's four days with 13 magical people talking about running your business from a really aligned place. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, Libby, I'm so, this was such an, just such a rich and delicious conversation, <laughs> such a rich and delicious conversation. Yes. I've enjoyed this. Yeah, really good. I'm so glad, despite the fact that we're both getting ready for the summit, <laughs> that we were able to squeeze in this little this little window of time and have this conversation because I just really wanted people to know about this. And I also just really love the larger conversation, which I'm thinking, let's come back sometime after the dust is settled with Witchburner, <laughs> and maybe we can have more of a conversation about just like all of the, you know, the spiritual bypassing and the bro marketing techniques and just all the things that you and I have both been, you know, we have enough experience with, we know what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. because I think this is a conversation that, you know, really needs to happen. So, um, and then how do people get, um, how do people find you and find the collective witchery? Um, just go to collectivewitchery.com. We're up there, wonderful website that's up there. Um, it's a membership that you can join at any time. We also have the Spell of the Month Club, which is a really fun, um, every month you get a digital spell book that includes, you know, a thing about a deity, a holiday, a crystal, a plant, um, a ritual, a spell, a tarot reading, and journal prompts. So you get this like little little booklet every month uh, so you can join that membership come join me in my facebook group it's the collective witchery um yeah i think that i'm just look for the collective witchery you'll find me awesome <laughs> I'm out awesome there. wonderful yeah. so libby thank you so much for joining me today and for just bringing your your light and your hope and your inspiration and thank you so much for I just really want to like honor the magical wise woman in you that hit that place where you went this is not for me and where you said no to the flowery new age marketing tactics and you know and said "Uh uh-uh I I need to do this I need to be true to myself I need to follow this path and four years later, or right. I'm imagining probably this happened a little bit more than four years ago, but where, you know, now here we are four years into the summit and just really creating a place where we do it. We get to do it on our terms, yes. not, not following well, you know, some witches are, which is the ultimate entrepreneurs. They were yeah. the original entrepreneurs, right? Yes. And yes. through the ages we've been silenced and now we're coming to come back and it's our time. It's it time to come time. back to our heart, come back to our root center, our core values, and have our business run from that place of, of happiness, love, security, and intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Well, and, and, you know, when we run our business from that place, 
It's like things have a remarkably spectacular way of flowing that defies what the bro marketing people might suggest you do. And yet, like I have a, a mentor that I've been working with for a while now, and they don't use any, they don't pay for Facebook ads. It's all about you put up the beacon and you put the work out into the world and and when you are really, really shining your light as cleanly, as truly, as purely as possible, um, you know, the world responds. And I love the, I just, I'm getting excited being part of it, but I'm getting excited to be participate in the Witchburner Summit and just have a chance to see what amazing things other people are saying, because it just feels so good to be told you don't be you and, yes. and do what's right and the rest will follow as opposed to fake it, you know, become something completely artificial and, you know, hustle, 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 hustle. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you said, you need to have your light shine through. And I think we've been all conditioned by society to dim that light yeah. that we, 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 we remember there's a light. We know it's there. We just don't know how to polish it to make it brighter. Right. And right. so the hope, hope is, is that through the Witchpreneur Summit, the attendees will be able to remember, oh, hey, I know where my light is. I know how bright I want it to shine. Now I have an idea of what I want to do and how I want to proceed to get that light out there into the world to share right. my magic with other people. Right. Well, and in sometimes in my experience with, you know, this, the, the presentation that I'm doing, there's the five traits of the empathic witchpreneur, that what I've noticed is that there are some of us who um, hide the light, that it's like the light is shining, but then we dump a big cloak of invisibility over it so that no matter how bright we shine the light, we get blinded because we're sort of like we've got this big void over the top of it because of that need for self-protection you know because mm -hmm. in my experience sort of the fear the witch wound can be another piece of like even sometimes when the light is bright if we're if there's a part of us that is afraid of being seen that will sort of like cover it or hide it and protect ourselves so you know yeah. I'm I'll be talking a bit about strategies of recognizing when we're hiding and ways of feeling safe. And I'm imagining there's just all kinds of just wonderful support here uh, in the Witchpreneur. I'm saying I imagine because I it hasn't happened yet and I haven't had a chance <laughs> to hear things. So, you know, I just know that this you've you've drawn and brought people into this that are it's, it's going to be awesome. Thank yeah. you. I absolutely believe with, with having our 13 witches you included yeah. in the summit we're just going to share our magic and bring magic to the world and i'm i'm so excited for this so Yay. happy so grateful thank you oh libby i am so glad we got to do this this really really was such a rich conversation and um Oh, you guys come join us over at the Witchpreneur Summit. Come check out Libby's Facebook group. Come be part of this because, you know, right now we need all hands on deck in a way that we have never needed all hands on deck before. And your light matters. Your light is so incredibly important right now and we cannot afford the luxury of hiding anymore we can't afford the luxury of just like like waiting for the day when we feel when 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 maybe we feel like okay now i can go do this it's like it's go time and Heed the witch's call 
Yeah. Heed the call, peeps. This is, and this is a place where you're going to be around aligned, like-minded people who are in, who, who really are here and saying yes to the call. So come join us and get support. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yay. Libby, thank you so much for being here and um, collectivewitchery.com y'all go over there and <laughs> empathic mastery slash witchpreneur to come join us. And uh, it sounds like it's, or it's spelled like it sounds. Yes. And if your autocorrect works like mine, it's going to tell you it's not a word, but you know what? <laughs> it is a word. It's a magical Excellent. world. <laughs> it is a magical world. Libby, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. As we come to the end of this episode, I'd love to hear what you're taking from this show. Please jump over to empathicmasteryshow.com to leave your comments. In the show notes, you'll find a link to grab your copy of My Empathic Safety Guide, Three Basics for Finding Calm in the Eye of the Storm. And while you're there, please subscribe and follow this show. And thank you for your help sharing this show with the people who need it. Please help me to spread the word and send this podcast to friends or family members who need support living as highly sensitive empathic people. Then join me again when the next Empathic Mastery Show airs. Okay, one last time. Hop over to empathicmasteryshow.com for your empathic safety guide. And until next show, shine on. We need you and your gifts here on this planet. So please don't judge your empathic rainbow by colorblind standards.